Good evening. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Yourself? Very well. We should say actually we're um, we're we're on Twitch now, aren't we? Yeah, I know. What's that's very modern, isn't it? Check it us is, out on the Twitch. <laughs> I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitch. Oh, what 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 am I not on? What 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 are the, of these platforms that I don't fully understand should I be on? Oh. Yeah, you're pretty much you're everywhere now, aren't you? Yeah, like what's name on a blanket? Um, yeah, quite a lot's happened since we last spoke, hasn't it? I was trying to think earlier what what we were talking about last time, and it was just the Apple event, wasn't it? It was all all the Apple, which I had tried to avoid. Well, I did not. I didn't try to avoid talking about it, but I did stick it away at the bottom of the list after a bunch of other more interesting things, like Samsung. But uh, yeah, we won't regurgitate all that. We'll come on to. Um, I suppose the iPhone I have in front of me in a moment, but um, just a, a quick health update because I know we talked about the eye. So I'm, it's all about eyes at the minute. It's ever so boring. Um, something really weird happened this week. I think I don't think you've seen it yet, but anyone who's watched my um, newsletter today or yesterday um, will will hopefully know about this. But um, just a very quick recap. I. I've got an issue with my left eye, so I've got some inflammation behind it. I had very high pressure, like worryingly high pressure behind my left eye a couple of weeks ago. Uh, went to the doctor, well, I went to the opticians, ended up at the hospital with a cannula, um, bringing down the um, yeah, the pressure and all that sort of stuff. And uh, since then, my vision hasn't been that bad, actually, but I've had this kind of cloudy bit up in the top right-hand corner of my left eye, which has been a bit, bit scary, actually. And um, But anyway... Regardless of that, I'm being looked after very well. Um, I went to the hospital again today for a checkup, and it seems to be working. So what the stuff that they get, I've got like 18 different eye drops I'm putting in every day, and I'm having as many steroids as probably Arnie in his prime. I'm sure, he didn't take steroids. Um, sorry, Arnie, if you're listening. And um, yeah, it's, it seems to be working. So fingers crossed. It's it's yeah, it's nothing nothing too much to worry about. Um, but on I think it was when Tuesday or Wednesday this week, I had a um, a Twitter message from someone. And they'd mentioned me and Jonathan Morrison, uh, old um, you know, tech YouTuber turned Dolby Atmos producing man. And um, he uh, basically, he th- this guy who tweeted both me and Jonathan said, "What's the what are the chances of my two two of my um, favourite YouTubers having pretty much the exact same thing?" I was like, "What's this?" Then so I went on to the um, the thing that he'd mentioned, and it was a video by Jonathan Morrison, um, which said it was titled something like "Scary Health Update." And to cut a long story short, he has pretty much got the same thing as me. So he, um, although he, he, mine is, is a result of um, what, what do they call it? It's toxoplasmosis, which is some kind of bacterial infection that you can get from cat litter. We haven't got a cat. I don't do anything with cat litter. I've not been doing anything strange. Pigeons, you can get it from as well. Again, I've not been doing anything with pigeons that I'm aware of, um, and yeah, that, that's what that's what mine was. Whereas with with Jonathan, it was um, shingles. He had shingles on, on his face or something, um, and that kind of spread behind his eye. And he's it, it does unfortunately sound like his is a bit worse. So he's um, he's actually scarred the back of his eye, and it's causing quite bad vision in that in one of those eyes. Um, yeah, but it's just. Really straight, yeah. And we'll perhaps put a link to his video because um, he, he just talks very briefly about where he's been and the fact that this happened. And it all happened in pretty much the same time period, you know, just before the iPhone 14 event. Um, and yeah, and I'm just watching him. He's clearly pretty, you know, uh, knocked back by it and a bit and rather rather scared by it. And he's going through the same treatment. He's using eye drops and things and steroids. Um, 
complete coincidence because we're polar opposites in terms of location. We don't live next door to each other. We don't do stuff together. I've never met the guy. Um, we haven't been anywhere similar. But um, I don't know about you. But I just thought that was really weird. A very strange coincidence. And I hope he gets well really quickly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's a, he's a bit of a YouTube ledge, isn't he? Been he is, a long yeah. time, the Jonathan Massive. Morrison. Yeah, and he, and he was saying in this video that he was. Um, it happened at a time when, like I was, I was saying earlier, he was he's, he's gone into this music thing, and now he, he wanted to come back into tech and start doing more stuff with um, all, all these all these Apple releases. And then this happened, and it's kind of completely thrown him back. So, um, yeah, very strange coincidence and not very nice. But hopefully he gets better soon. And fingers crossed, we can all move. Did on he from respond this to the drama. tweet in which you were both tagged? Oh, did he? Um, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. I, mean, I, I tweeted him and said, look, I'm sure he won't have seen it among millions of tweets that he gets, but I said, if you want to chat, I'm here. Some, <laughs> some bloke in Leamington Spa who's got a similar thing to you <laughs> and like a millionth of your audience size. Um, get, get, you know, fancy a beer, come around. Um, but yeah, just weird, isn't it? Weird coincidences. Yeah, I was just, just wondering if he was going to be your, your newest YouTuber, mate, because... Uh just all your friends are YouTubers now, aren't they? Yeah, I've ditched all my other mates. <laughs> I'm not interested. I'm, I've just I've turned into one of those people. I don't talk to anyone now apart from YouTubers and you. <laughs> and the Discord server, that's it. Uh, hello, Discord server, by the way. They're listening in. Um, right, anyway, on to more interesting stuff. Uh, iPhone 14 Pro Max. You probably don't want to talk about this, Rob, because the next thing on the list is, is Samsung updates, which you're probably far more interested in. Um but because I've got my iPhone 14 Pro Max now, do we bother talking about it? Is it worth it? Yeah, yeah. Go on. How are you getting on with it? It's massive and really heavy. And this is my review, actually. It's massive, <laughs> it's really heavy, and Dynamic Island pretty much disappears pretty quickly. Okay. That's about it, really. Which won't make for a very exciting two-week review in, in a couple of weeks' time. How are the cameras on it? But that's the one thing I haven't fully tested. So I've booked out a, like a full day on Monday next week to really go for it with the, with the camera and actually properly put some effort into <laughs> to testing them. Um, I mean, what I've seen of it, it looks like a very good iPhone camera, but I, I want to, like I say, kind of do a bit more comparisons and, and that sort of stuff with other, devi other devices. But um, yeah, I mean, there's not much to say about this phone, really. It's... Um, I'm glad I went with the Pro Max, though, actually. And I'm, I'm joking. It is big and heavy, but I was, I was expecting that. Um, and I was kind of ready for that, having gone, you know, coming from the iPhone 13 mini, which is a big leap, literally a big leap. But um, it's, yeah, I, I, I actually love the form factor. I think like we said the other, the, you know, in a couple, of, a couple of shows ago, a lot of that is down to having used the Nothing Phone 1, getting used to that size device again, which is pretty much the same size as the Pro Max. Um yeah, it's it's just it's a very nice iPhone, but there's there's not from from my perspective there's not a huge amount to talk about with it. Are you going to put a case on it? I've got one. Yeah. Well, let's take that off for a second. So I've got um, a Banks case. Oh, Banks, your favourite. I was just going to say that uh, John Lewis are banging out um, Apple official cases for twenty percent off, which is a pretty decent discount for Apple cases. That is good. As a early early adopter price, looks like pretty much most colours are available. Nice. I do like the John Lewis on occasion. That's right, your street. I should probably 
get one in. So I have got a 14 Pro Max coming. Oh, have you? Uh, I didn't realise you've got, you had ordered one. Well, I, t- I went through the whole pre-order thing, didn't I? I think we talked about this last time. I went through the pre-order process and then um, I, w- I opted for the interest-free credit because if, it, if, if it's available, I will take it and then I'll put that money aside and do something with it over that 24 months. Um, but the quote came out all balked and then I phoned them up and they were like, oh yeah, we'll fix it, blah, blah, blah. And long story short, my, my pre, the, the, the pre-order, pre-order, you know, when you fill in all the details that had just gone, I had to start again. Um, so yeah, I just bollocked out basically. <laughs> um, so <laughs> my fallback option was, was Argos, good old Argos. So Argos opened their pre-orders on the Saturday, I think of that week. Um, and I managed, you know, I was there mashing refresh, and when they went live, I got in there, ordered it, and uh, then they cancelled it for some reason. They, uh, I phoned them up, and they were like, "Yeah, don't know what happened there. Sorry, try again." I was like, well, "I can't try again because you haven't got any now, have you?" And then, like, oh, never mind. So that was a shame. So anyway, so then I went back to Apple, ordered it directly from Apple, and it'll be here first week of October I think so not long to go I wasn't in any hurry anyway because I'm still messing around with the S22 Ultra and the nothing phone yeah so you caved in you went for it well I think it I think it meets all of my needs so I did lots and lots of testing the camera in situations that I am in in my day-to-day life and the iPhone just does it better than the other two for, for what I need, you get it outside in good sunlight. Then, yeah, I mean the S the S twenty two Ultra, you can get a fantastic photo out of it. But it's it's very processed. I don't like the colours. I don't like the sharpening. Um, I just I prefer the iPhone look. But what I'm missing at the moment was the ProMotion display. What am I missing? Yeah, because I've only got twelve, so I haven't got a ProMotion display. Oh, yeah. And it it it. I know you. it doesn't affect you. You're not bothered by it at all, are you? But no, now I've seen it, it kind of gets on my tits. <laughs> no, I, I'm more on that line now. I think now I've got this phone. Um, it, it does something to your promotion, doesn't it, after a while? It doesn't on the MacBook Pro. You barely notice it on that. Um, but on the phone, you definitely do. And, and you obviously do on the on the iPad. Um, so I'm, I'm a bit more that way inclined now, to be honest. It's like... Oh, yeah. you changed your position on that. A bit, yeah. I changed like the wind, didn't I? Um, okay, so you got yeah. the purple one, didn't you? I did. How yeah. how is the purple? Um, I think it's a bit of a grower. I mean, I can't see it now because of, of, of this case. Um, <laughs> a, a few people mentioned that it it looked uh, the, the color looked very nice in in the, in the the B roll that I shot of it, and it does actually, but it doesn't look quite as nice as that in in person. It's probably my color grading. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think if I if I bought it again, I'd probably go for the is it the silver that whichever the nearly white one is. Oh, yeah. um, that's more me, I think, really. But um, I think someone on the well, I mean, I I was very tempted because, as you know, I'm I'm a big fan of the white phones, but uh, I I went for a uh, standard issue black this time. Okay. I think who is it that's got one? Is it Jessica? I think Jessica went has got a silver one. Yeah, she's on just said yeah, she's got the silver one. Hey, there, yeah, there she is. Hello. Yeah, I think I'd probably go for that next time. It's a very nice purple, don't get me wrong, but I pretty much only got it because it was the new one and it's called Deep Purple, which just makes me think of Deep Purple, the band. Yeah. Had to be done, didn't it? 
But uh, yeah, it's just it's a nice, it's a really nice phone. I mean, it's not as though this isn't a very good phone. It's probably the best big phone you can get, I think. Putting the whole Android versus you know iOS thing to one side, it's a it's a lovely bit of kit. And it, it, I forgot how premium the Pro phones are because I've been used to that iPhone 13 Mini, which isn't you know it's not it's still very well made, but the you know the materials used and the weight of it, etc. They're just very yeah. You, you're always reminded, aren't you, about Apple in terms of how far ahead they are with a lot of this stuff. And I know Samsung still make nice phones in terms of the build quality, etc. But they're still a notch, I think, a notch below the iPhone, certainly the Pro models. Yeah, no, I'd be inclined to agree, having been using Jessica's old uh, S22 Ultra as my daily for a while now. That reminds me, actually, the screen on the, the Pro Max is really good, that 2000 nits. Because the one thing I do like about the S22 Ultra is that screen. I think it's, mm. it's lovely. And it's very good in, br- in bright, direct sunlight. Now, the, the Pro Max is as well. It's, it's just fantastic. And it will match the 2000 nits on my Apple Watch Ultra that <laughs> arrives tomorrow. Is that, oh, is that, yeah, it's only coming out, is that, it's only coming out tomorrow, isn't it? So yeah, you, right, you haven't yeah. seen it. You haven't seen it yet. Ah, oh, well, well, I'll look forward to seeing what you think of that next time we talk. Yeah, I'll drag my wrist into the uh, the next podcast <laughs> recording with it on. <laughs> anyway, is there anything else left to talk about Apple, or should we give people a break from it for a bit? Yeah, I think so. Samsung, then, in that case. Yeah, go on. Then. Uh, we've got, I've got Flip Four first. Yeah, which is at home, unfortunately. But um, I love that Flip Four. It's brilliant. It's I think for for two reasons maybe the first one being its size so i now have this great big slab of an iphone 14 pro max but i do still have a much smaller phone which is completely pocketable Uh, you have to fold it obviously to get it into your pocket but um it's it's just very it's a lovely nice little thing to carry around and the second thing is it's got a proper chip inside so it's not doesn't run like a dog like the s22 ultra ah i I need to stop you there Um, okay so i've got the i've got the um one UI 5 beta running on this, so Android 13. Um, it's It seems to have fixed everything. It's oh, actually really? surprisingly not awful. Uh, it's early, early days because I only installed it a couple of days ago, but it hasn't pissed me off since. So that's interesting. We'll see how that goes. I'm still going to get rid of it. Cause I, but um, yeah, I, th- I think if you can get on the beta or you can wait till next month i would try sticking one ui5 on it and see see how you get on with it because i i've been surprised i was expecting it to be worse if i'm honest (laughs) but it's uh it's actually all right especially on a beta i'll try that that could be an interesting little follow-up hmm well i mean the flip 4 didn't have that issue to begin with anyway nice nice speedy phone but um yeah so i'm I'm really i'm really enjoying that I, i can see it being a a long term for me, I think potentially. Even though, even though I do keep wanting to switch back to the nothing or the Pixel Four A or the other phones that I've got lying around, I kind of want to keep hold of that Flip Four, which says a lot about that phone. I think it's just a nice contrast. I mean, carrying around two phones is stupid anyway, but I do that because of what <laughs> I do for a living. But because I do that, it's nice to have a nice contrast between the two. I think really to dip my toes in both both Android and, and, and iOS. Have you, and, uh, have um, you mastered the the one handed flick? No. It's just frightening. So I, I, that's a good point, actually. So I've tried cases on it, 
and they're horrible. The, the cases just turn into this massive, chunky thing. And you have to put them on in two pieces, obviously. And um, I've got two from Samsung, and, and they both have this kind of weird way of joining those two pieces together, which you can you can take this little flappy thing out. But then you just end up with like a kind of half and half a case, which tends to slip off a bit. It's just nasty. So <laughs> and it's a much nicer device, actually, naked, with, without anything on it. The problem with that, obviously, is that if you drop it, it's... Yeah. Bad times potentially. Although I did drop it once in the kitchen, nothing happened. But I think if you dropped it on concrete, whatever, it wouldn't be particularly nice. Um, so yeah, but in term, but that does make the whole one-handed, yeah, you know, thumb flick almost completely impossible. I was trying. To, I was walking back from the studio last night actually, and um, trying to do it, and it took me about ten minutes to get anywhere near getting my thumb into the in between the screen to flick it up. So yeah, it's definitely a two-handed thing to to get it open. So you're enjoying the whole foldy business because it's novelty. That still hasn't worn off yet. As a, as a, as to use it is fine because it's got a proper chip in it. How's the the bulge? <laughs> the bulge? That's a new way of describing it. Uh, yeah, I, I think you have to accept it. I think if you're going to get a flip phone, you ha- at the moment you have to accept there's going to be this bulge or crease whatever you want to call it in the middle of the screen going across it and you do notice it i mean i mentioned in the review that you don't see it and you, you don't see it and really notice it if you're just if you're watching stuff so if you're watching stuff in landscape you know watching youtube or whatever it's not you don't really because you, you're too busy paying attention it's and it's not that visible in that form but there's you, you you always see it when you when you've got it in normal you know landscape looking up and down and doing whatever you do on your phone you can't not see it and you can't not feel it either but I think if you accept, I know for you it's, that's like a no-go. And I completely understand yeah. that some people just couldn't deal with that. Yeah, deal but I, Louise on Discord is saying, yeah, can't do that. I totally get that. I think um, I just went into it knowing that was going to be a thing and just thought, just make your peace with it. Other people clearly have. So if they can, if they can, I can possibly do the same. And yeah, I, I think that the things that are interesting about it outweigh that crease. So it's a good little phone. It's still too expensive. I mean, I wouldn't suggest anyone buys one unless they really, really want one. How much are they? Uh, about a grand, aren't they? I think the one that I got was there was a thousand. And the, the cameras, how are they? They're okay. I've not taken loads of photos with it, to be fair. Um, they're all right, though. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's standard Samsung fare, really. You do, like you mentioned earlier, you have to have pretty good conditions to get what you want out of it. It can be a little bit hit and miss. But it's okay. It does the job, really. And it, and it does have that nice kind of, I can't think of what they call it, but the mode where you sit it on its own backside and it turns into like a little stand and you can use that for streaming to Twitch if you want or, you know, doing shorts and stuff for TikTok. I've used that a couple of times and that's genuinely quite useful. It's quite a nice way of using that. Uh, and it's quite a good caregiving phone. I always think of you when you say that, when I say that word because you, you mentioned caregiving. I think it was about the, um, the those Sony earbuds with the holes in them. It's, this phone's quite handy if you're if you happen to be feeding the baby and you want to keep an eye on something. You can just plonk it down on itself without any case or anything, and you can watch stuff. You can, you know, it's a bit weird when you've got a, a web page open and the web page kind of starts on the on the bottom <laughs> bit and, and flows up to the top. But yeah, it's just it's all completely needless. It's just interesting, and that, I think we need that at the moment. All right. What about that that watch then? This one. That one. It's completely 
uh, what's the best way of describing this watch? I like it. The size of it I've got over completely. I've got no problem with the size of it. I do like the look of it. It's just totally unremarkable, but just does the job. Really. Hmm. Do you, if do you do said, any voice assistant stuff on it? No. I'm oh, not that's, that's probably why you haven't run into any issues then. If you, I would, uh, try, and run, try and put Googly Assistant on it and then see how you get on. You see, I'm scared of everything else this watch can do. I've got a, I, put, I push it, in inverted commas, as far as I can, which basically means telling the time, recording workouts, and starting and stopping timers, and occasionally checking notifications. I, I just get the feeling that if I go any... It's a bit like going on a, like a long hike up a, 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 you know, a mountain that you've never been up before. You know there's a certain point, there's a point of no return, you might die when you go past that point. I've just stopped before that bit with this watch. I'm perfectly happy with that. I'm perfectly happy just to turn around now and go back down to the pub. That's how this watch feels. Um, but it does all of that stuff, that simple stuff, really, really well, actually. And I've had no issues with it pairing, obviously, and staying paired to the Flip 4. It's, yeah, if someone said to me, I have to wear this now for the next year, I would. It wouldn't bother me at all. All right. Yeah, so you know, I mean, I had a terrible time with mine. I had just you the regular you? Galaxy watch, and it just caused me nothing but grief. Uh, I I can't answer your question, Louise, because um, so Louise is asking if I if I put the beta on on that. I sent it back, which is quite unusual for me, because normally I can't be bothered, and it just goes into a drawer with all the other crap gadgets. Um, but no, I did send that one back. And uh, I did get the money back. I think last time we spoke, I said they said they were going to refund it, and but I hadn't seen the money yet. I have so uh, fair play, Samsung. Yeah, that's nice of them. Um, I I didn't enjoy I didn't enjoy it at all. Um, it's the least worst Wear OS there's ever been, but it is still Wear OS, and it's just it's not as fluid, it's not as intuitive because you've just got you you are you're sometimes swiping down, left, right, up, and you go you know swiping through menus the the virtual crown, no, dial, you know, the bezel even, is a complete waste of time. Um, yeah, I didn't like it. No, but I think you're, you're more of a power watch user than me, to be honest. I think you, it's not good enough for what you want, I think. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it's, it's very, it does tie into all my other sort of Apple ecosystem stuff. You know, I do all sorts of, home automations and that kind of stuff from it so there is that thing with wear, wear os though i don't know if you feel this and i occasionally feel it about normally about normally about samsung phones and one ui that you think do people really put up with this and they've been putting up with this for years because when you're aware of just how polished things like watch os are and ios um I just think, let's focus on, I think the watchOS versus Wear OS is the more obvious one with this. I do use this watch and think, uh, okay, it does all those simple things fine, but I, and, I, and I would put up with it for a year, but I, all the time I'm thinking, surely it gets better than this. Surely it shouldn't be this clunky and, and, and slow and all the rest of it. But then clearly people do put up with it, don't they? Yes, uh it's not there yet. I don't think they will get there, but yeah. It will. Sadly, Apple are still streets. Well, not, no, it's not quite streets ahead, is it? They're, they're, they're still ahead enough that I've gone back to, to Apple Watch and I'm very much enjoying my bargain Series 7. How's the um, Series 7 doing? Okay. Oh, it's lovely. Well, well, it records flights of stairs for, for a start. So my Galaxy Watch 5 refused to record flights of stairs. 
just every day zero flights of stairs now i don't really care because i don't do anything with that information but like if <laughs> if it's in there and it's supposedly recording it and it's always recording zero well then that's annoying Oh, and it, it frequently told me that my blood oxygen level was below 90%, which would mean I was in, I was very ill, but I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got issues, hasn't it? But, I mean, just quickly on the Apple Watch Ultra, have you, have you watched any of the reviews, any of the, the embargo reviews that have come out? I, I'm not interested in it at all. You're not, are you? Hopefully you'll watch mine. Well, yeah, obviously I'll watch yours. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm I'm really excited about it, and the, the main reason I'm excited about it, I think, is again just to get back to using Watch because I've not used Watch OS for ages. Actually, my my Series Six, I think it is, has been in, in the studio, chucked away somewhere. I've just not used it for for weeks. So yeah, I'm quite looking forward to getting back to doing that. But also, the main reason is it's forcing me to do some different stuff in terms of how I review it. I've got two things planned for this one, which um, are going to be quite interesting. I think in terms of. And the, the, the video making process and all that sort of stuff, but I think it, I think it's an interesting product from a sort of general perspective. If you go, be, if you look, yeah, forget about all the diving and the ultra running and all that sort of stuff, and extreme hiking up Everest and all that sort of stuff. Most people who buy this are going to be like me, who will never do any of that stuff. And I think that does that raises all sorts of questions about the pricing, how people are going to use it. Um, the one kind of not really concerned but the one thing i do think about is that it, it all, all the footage i've seen of it on people's wrists it doesn't look like the sort of watch that will go that will kind of transition easily from day-to-day wear and working out and stuff to let's say if you're going out on a, a night out you know a posh night out or something i don't do that very often anyway, at all but I'm, I'm not convinced you could strap strap a tuxedo on <laughs> and have your apple watch ultra with its <laughs> bright orange you know thing band shining away i don't know how that would look it's a bit leery and imposing for evening wear, isn't it? I think so. But it will get you, you know, if, if not better than, at least as good as battery life. Because the sort of thing that you're enjoying about the Watch 5 Pro is that you only charge it every three days. And because you're not scaling mountains and scuba diving i imagine you'll easily get three days out of your apple watch ultra so it should give you everything that you like about watch os plus the battery life of the galaxy uh watch 5 pro that's a good point that's the one thing i forgot to mention earlier actually yeah that's that's the other thing i love about this this uh galaxy watch the, the battery life and some of the reviews of the the, the initial um analysis of the apple watch uh ultra battery is, is pretty good actually i think marquez brownlee Reckons he can get three days out of it. He did quite a good uh, sort of test for that. We, we wore it all weekend, slept with it, didn't you know charge it at all. And I think after a weekend of doing that, he still had twenty percent left on the Monday. He just couldn't do that with a with a regular Apple Watch at all, could you? It's just not, no, not possible. Not. So where are we? We're get, getting up to what twenty to nine. I've got twenty eight percent left on mine. That was charged last night, was it? Charged last night, came off charge this morning. Oh. I mean, I've been out and about and stuff, closed all my rings and whatnot. But uh, yeah, yeah. so no, it, the 7 definitely needs charging. Uh, but I yeah. tell you, I am appreciating the fast charging on the Series 7. I didn't think, I went, you know, when they announced it, I was, I was scornful because I'm a grumpy old man. But uh, now, now I've got it, it's actually quite good. 
What's how do, I've completely forgotten what that was. So what, how quick does it charge? I, I don't know how quickly it charges. I just know that it feels faster than it used to be. So it's got a, like a USB-C fast charger. The one thing about the charger, having had an S5 stainless steel as well, the S5 stainless steel, the puck has got like a stainless steel cup that it sits in. It's, it's you know, because the normal ones are just plastic. The stainless steel ones, the actual, the, the puck is stainless steel. It's a bit cheaper with the Series 7. It's kind of... Really? Yeah. That's I don't know what the 8 is like, obviously, because I don't have one. But That's strange when they're using braided cables and stuff for the, like the Macs now, and they've gone the other way. Interesting. I'm not sure what you get with the Ultra, whether you get some kind of you know, chain-encased USB-C cable or something that you can take underwater. <laughs> probably not. Uh, yeah, so they're the watches. We'll, uh, we'll see what I think to the, the Ultra next time. Is there any more Samsung stuff you want to talk about? I don't. I don't want to like cut uh, well, Samsung. I, I, off had, I had. I had a big rant planned. Um, you did, but didn't you? I need to scrap that because I think One UI Five fixes it. I'll do it anyway. Let's get all the, the Samsung people riled up. Oh, I, I don't. I don't think it's fair. I tell, it's all the same stuff we've we've talked about before. Just the sort of yeah. the glitches and the hangs, and it's just just annoying to use. It, at least it was, but yeah, since up to since trying out the One UI five beta, it it hasn't annoyed me. Nice. I I I think I'll wait for the official launch for that, but I will try it when it's when it's available. I think it's worth a go. So yeah, I was going to go on about you know tips and tricks to make the Exynos variant variant less horrible. I don't think it's going to be necessary. Hmm, that's good still doesn't make me as happy as the Nothing Phone. Mine that that's still. I would still choose that over the S22 Ultra. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, just just the price alone and what you get for it—it's ridiculous. Yeah, well, I'm, I, I only just have, realized I only have this because uh, Jessica agreed to sell it to me for uh, an amount of money that I could afford. <laughs> I've only just realized, Rob, that you're actually sitting in front of Dynamic Island. I, 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 I have Dynamic Island. It's Dynamic Island. Rob, Rob's got a Dynamic Island backdrop. <laughs> For those that obviously can't see this, uh, looks wonderful. Well, on, I think on the Twitch we're both wide. I imagine where you're looking at us in the the riverside, we only it's, it's sort of oh, we can only see each other's faces and not the rest of the. I can see it. it it's more noticeable than the the actual Dynamic Island, so it looks nicer as well. Oh, just very quickly going back to Dynamic Island, Mon- or Monkey Island, like I keep calling it on, on Twitter. Um, oh, do you know what? I haven't played that yet. It came out on the 19th. Oh, I haven't got around have to it. Have you not? No. But anyway, carry on. Well, next, for next time. Um, but yeah, so uh, Dynam- what, the one thing I love about Dynamic Island is the audio waveform. So if, you, if you're listening to something and you flip it up and it disappears into Monkey Island, the audio waveform is actually responsive to the audio. Because you know, quite often, and Apple seems to be quite inconsistent with this. On certain audio waveform graphics, uh, when it's like you know, doing all the little up, up, up and down, um, <laughs> terrible explanation, but you know what I'm referring to. Um, it's not always actually responding to the audio. It's just a an animation. This one is. So if you look at the um, at the little waveforms, they're actually going to the beat of the music and stuff. That's and cool. they're the same colour as the album art, which is nice. Mm-hmm. That's a nice touch. The only, the only thing about the new because I'm running oh, I don't know where it is. I, I'm running iOS 16, obviously. Um, and it's, it's a bit of a non-event, isn't it? I mean, it's quite oh, cool yeah, being able to um, you know, just tap on s- stuff and have it automatically mask it for you so you can drag it somewhere else. Um, 
but there's one particular i can't remember what it was i think it's the new play controls are slightly wider than the album art on the lock screen <laughs> yeah and yeah. it kind of winds me up a bit yeah is it so the album art is um narrower more narrow than the the play stuff yeah. behind, bit below it and there's no reason for that to be the case I didn't know that was the case until you mentioned it, oh, and now I can't unsee it. Sorry. So thanks for that. It's horrible now, isn't it? What do you think about iOS 16? That, that's happened since we last recorded. Oh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I've got the the uh, you know the photos with obscuring the time, all that jazz. Yeah. It's nice. It is nice. I think that there's a couple of like uns- unsuspected things. I, I knew this from the beta, but things like um, the customizable sleep focus uh, home screen which just kind of appears out of nowhere but it, it does it and seems to do it in quite an interesting way they, they add you know, like a photos widget you can change all this stuff but they had a photos widget in there and a few other bits and pieces and um i just quite like because that wasn't a part obviously, of ios 15 even though you could have a sleep focus this gives you the the it kind of prompts you really to have this proper sleep focused home screen where you can remove apps that you don't want to be troubled by at night before you go to bed that's quite nice i've, I've enjoyed that but it, i mean it is a bit of a non-event in terms of the no, no big big things the, the biggest thing that looks different is the is the home screen which is really nice actually i, I love what you can do with that what about um, the uh the widgets i was a bit underwhelmed by the widget situation i guess they're still a bit thin on the ground it'll take a while for developers to get their heads around that i think yeah, I'm not that impressed by them. I think the other thing with the oh, widgets, widgets that annoys me is... Com- complications, sorry. Complications, that's, that's it. It's like I mean. a watch, isn't it? Well, they call it widgets, don't they, on oh, iOS? I can't remember. I think they're called widgets, aren't they? Um, whatever. But but they one thing I've noticed, I think, is if you if you enable widgets, it gets rid of... You can't then have the time go behind the photo. Yeah. I don't like that. I still want the time going behind yeah. someone's head. Yeah, same. So, I've, so I've... I've exactly the same so i got rid of them i thought well do i need those no i don't think i do um i don't yet have a device that can do the always on display so i'll we'll see how i feel about that but from what i've seen it's i don't know lots of iphone users have been moaning and you know it's been mocked by android users oh, where's your always on lock screen and now we have it it's kind of like i mean obviously they had to to do it the apple way I don't think it's necessary. I kind of think I prefer just a white on black, really simple lock screen. Sorry. <laughs> well, obviously I've had it now for a week or so, and it's really weird at first. You, you, and still now, actually, I still think it's just on all... And it is, actually. Like you say, Apple have done it their, their way, and it's it's on all the time. It just dims slightly. It's probably the brightest always-on display I've ever seen doesn't really seem to do much to the screen at all apart from dim it slightly and i just wonder how annoyed craig federighi is by this because like you say they've been badgered about it for years and years and they think okay fine we'll do it we'll do it properly you know you can have your wallpaper there still and still see loads of stuff and they do that they deliver it and everyone absolutely trashes it basically um he must have he must have must be storming around apple park at the minute <laughs> demanding that they remove the always on display it does need some tweaks i think i think you, i think you should be able to say if you if you want like you like you mentioned a kind of more classic android style where you just get the time you know maybe a couple of little notification icons or something or if you want the full-blown thing that you get by default now 
But I mean, you can make it a bit like that. I mean, it all depends if you, what type of, of um, wallpaper you're using. So if you're using wallpaper that is pretty, you know, not too busy, it's not a photo or something like that, that tends to work quite well. I mean, mine now is in filming mode. So um, in fact, you can still see Jen there for some reason, but um, it does it does pretty much blank out everything and looks a little bit more Android-like, but it, it's still really bright. I mean, you can see how mm. bright the the time is. So yeah, I'd be interested to hear what you think when you've got yours. Yeah, I think I will. I think it will weird me out for a while. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I'm not that bothered. I, I, I think I prefer the the monochrome, just you know, plain plain white on black, always on display. That's where it's at. Oh, and the I notifications agree. are still crap. iOS still does not do notifications as well as Android by a lot, quite a large margin. Totally agree. They're just further down the screen now, aren't they? That's it. They, yeah, they've just moved them further down the screen. Anyway, we'll get an update from you on the on the iPhone stuff when you've got yours. I'll be fascinated to hear. Interesting. Andy's just pointed out he was listening to the Connected podcast on Relay FM. This one is indeed always on. The Android ones are always half off. <laughs> Paraphrased. So yeah, that's a fair, that's a fair point, Andy. We've got a section here, and we keep so again a bit inside baseball. But we've got in, in Notion, which is where we plan all this stuff. Um, we've we've got like a rolling list of ideas that Rob keeps up to date, and there's always stuff at the bottom that never gets talked about. And it, bless it, it kind of just gets moved along. And yeah, we'll talk about that next time, and we never do. So it, there's a bunch of things in here which I think you've you've definitely listed uh, about new toys and things that are, that are floating around. Um, so should we go through them just to? Something different to talk about. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's cover all of the the stuff that we never get around to talking about. Yeah, the first one being the Loop Deck Loop Deck Live, which is something that I've um, eagle-eyed people may have seen on my production desk recently. And uh, it's really cool, actually. I've started using it properly over the last few days. It's, it's a, Again, it's a sponsored video. They've sent me it, which is very kind of them. And, uh, and I wanted one anyway. It was something I was looking at, so it was all quite convenient to come around in that way and it's basically a bit like a, a stream deck really it's pretty much the same thing um but it's much more focused it, it's, it works particularly well if you're using something like um you know file cut pro logic pro to a degree because you've got twiddly knobs and things that you can use as well and it's as you would guess completely customizable you can map it to all of the different functions and stuff that you use in that software and for me it just gives me that tactile feedback of you know, colour grading things with a knob and, you know, scrolling through the timeline and all that sort of stuff. And I've got, I've customised mine now, so I've got all the most common features or common um, functions that I use in, in Final Cut Pro on the first screen. And if I want to, I can dig in a bit further. And, and in classic me style, I don't use it anywhere near. I've completely skimmed the surface of what this thing is capable of. But what I use has speeded up my workflow, so it's actually, it's actually working really nicely. It has, it has made a difference to your workflow. Are you now sort of tempted to maybe look at the, the bigger ones with like big twisty knobs and stuff? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, that's probably overkill for me, really. Because I, I, I kind of, I'm using it, it's a mixture of using the Loop Deck Live keyboard shortcuts and the Logitech MX Master 3. I've, I found, a, I'm still kind of working on this, but those three input methods, when used in the right way, make me quicker at what I'm doing when I'm when I mean you can do a lot with the MX Master 3 you, I mean up until I had the loop deck that was my I did everything via that and a couple of keyboard shortcuts 
But the loop deck has just added a bit more of a, like I say, a tangible element to it, which is quite nice. So, so yeah, if anyone's been looking at that, I'd, I'd, particularly if you're a video editor, um, or if you do stuff where you want those um, physical buttons to, to play around with, it's, it's great. You also, you personally bought a stream deck, an Elgato stream deck. I did, yeah. Did you do anything with that? Or have it sort of yeah, been no. sidelined by the loop deck? It has a bit, yeah. The only thing I've done with the stream deck is set up a, a shortcut to Zoom on it, so I can very quickly get into, into Zoom calls. <laughs> Uh, apart from that, I, I need to think of a way. I mean, it's a bit overkill, really, but I need to think of a way of a way of integrating that stream deck alongside the loop deck as well. And whether or not I just use the stream deck, literally for what I've just described, having you know shortcuts to websites or or apps just there to tap away, that might be quite. That might, might be one way of doing it. Even though you can technically do that on the the loop deck as well. Yeah, if I've got that stream deck, I might as well use it in that way. But um, you've I got imagine, one, I imagine you? there are creator. Plugins. I I don't know. I haven't looked into it because I'm not a creator. But you could probably have the buttons update with, you know, subscriber counts, view counts, or you know, sort of other stats. I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll someone out there would have made a YouTube channel stats counter, and then you have a a display sitting there. You just glance at it. Although you you were trying to wean it. yourself off looking at stats, weren't you? Yeah, that that didn't last long. No, I'm better. <laughs> I'm a recovering stat addict. Uh, yeah, maybe that wouldn't be the best way of using it, really. But but no, I'm, I'm going I'm to dig into that as well and, and try and work out the best way to integrate it into that desk. Really, have you? Have you got one, Rob? Have you got a stream deck? Yeah, I've got. I've, I've sure got the, the big daddy one with like 32 buttons. I bet you've, you're using it. I bet you're using all all 32. I'm buttons, using all 32 buttons on about four four different screens. The only thing I found with these types of div, uh, types of accessory is that they do force you, or they force me anyway, to use use the, my computer in a different way. So I'm used to using the mouse. I'm used to using keyboard shortcuts. You do have to think about using them. So I have to think about using the loop deck. And when I do, it makes total sense. So whereas, if I give an example, whereas normally I would have to head into a menu to to break apart clip items in in Logi in Final Cut Pro really boring thing but do it quite often i now just press a button and it's done but i do i'm still going through that process of thinking ah no don't reach for the menu just press that button you know, you're shaving seconds off but it, it does add up over time did you have you found that with the stream deck that you have to kind of get yourself into that mode of using it? no because it's sitting directly in front of me all the time so yeah no it's it's yeah fully become part of my daily yeah, it's, it's an extension of, of the keyboard. Just there. It's, it's right there. Reassuring in that case. Yeah, so that's the Loop Deck Live. So it's a, uh, basically, yeah. it's a good bit of kit, particularly if you're yep. editing video and you like, or you want yeah. you want rotary dials, which are always nice. Yeah, I don't think I need one. Yeah. You'll have one by in two <laughs> weeks' time. <laughs> A lot of people are using it for Blender, I think, as well. People are getting into that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's quite that. popular, apparently. That would be useful. I imagine you'd probably want one with the really big dials, though, if you're doing 3D modelling. Probably. Yeah, I guess so. Next on the list is the uh, Bowers & Wilkins PX7. Or the PX7S. Crikey, that's been on there a while, hasn't it? They've been out for ages, haven't they? That's been there for ages, hasn't it? It's barely worth talking about, really. So it's a pair of headphones that um, I was sent by their PR company, um, ages ago actually they've got to go back soon um, but that I've 
yeah, I've been using them. They're, they're lovely headphones, actually. I mean, they're not they're not in terms sonically, they're not incredible. They they sound good, but they're not not your socks off incredible. Um, but I I love the build quality. I love what how they look. They feel very nice. But as soon as you get them out of the box, you think, oh, this was. If I had bought them, I'd, I'd think this was money well spent, which means quite a lot. Of things the, I think there's there's more more than a passing resemblance to the B and O's. They're very similar. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I've I've never. I I used to love. I had. What did I have back in the day? So I've got. It's all. I've all my all the speakers in my house. All the you know proper hi-fi speakers. They're all Q acoustics now. And back in the day, I had some six hundred ones, Bowers and Wilkins six hundred ones. Oh, and in, well, in actual fact, I used to know some people that worked at the B and W factory. So I, I've seen a pair of Nautilus being built, and so I, think I've, I think I've mentioned that before. But um, their headphones. In fact, they're just their sound signature. Generally, I've always it's a bit polite. Yeah, that's a good way quite, of describing quite it. Quite bright and polite, and uh, yeah. Whereas your Sony's and your um, Bang and Olufsen's, they're a bit, they're a bit more rowdy, aren't they? Yeah, I'll tell you what. What else is actually? I've got the Momentum Fours. Oh yeah, the Sennheisers, uh, which I'm reviewing next week, I think, and they're fantastic. They personally, I think they knock the the PX7s into a cocked hat sound wise, but because of what you just described, really, they're much more. Bit more of a bombastic sound, and uh, they've got like sixty hours of battery life, and yeah, crazy. And again, they they look quite nice. They they I quite like like, like the design of those Momentum fours, but uh, yeah, but the PX sevens are really nice. I've I've had a lot of requests from people to to cover them on the channel. They they do seem to be quite sought after. I can see why. Can you still use them passively? I know, like uh, earlier earlier Bowers and Wilkins headphones, you could use them. You could plug them in with a cable. I'm going to try bypass the DSP. Yeah, give it a go, but I can't. Yeah, I can't see where they are at the moment. But um, I don't know. I haven't tried it. To be fair, that would be nice. Uh, Insta three sixty link webcam. Did we talk about this last last time? I can't remember. Possibly. I think we I mentioned we that you'd about got it. it. I don't think that you'd had it long enough to make any comment on it. Is it any good? It's great. Yeah, it's really good. I've not used it in anger. I've used it just for Zoom calls at the moment. I'll, I'll be using it more next year when. I do some kind of you know more coaching related things with it, but it's it's a brilliant webcam. It's exp- the thing is it's it's got to be because it's expensive, and you'd kind of expect that from a webcam. It's just it's it's just a webcam. You know, it's not trying to be a studio display at the same time. It's it has one job, and it does it incredibly well. The image quality is fantastic. The 4K is is great. That the tracking's really really clever with that little kind of wall, you know, Wally head that it's got, and. Yeah, it's, it's a really, really nice camera. Have you ordered a big whiteboard so you can do the the gestures and? Yeah, I need to. There's one. There's one gesture that you do uh, to zoom in and out, which looks. Re- I can't remember what you have to do. Yeah, I think you it's go just, like it's this. An, so you it's an L, isn't it? it? So people think that you're yeah. being rude. So you put your finger like that, and um, I think I mentioned that in the review. And the guy, the guy at, uh, at Insta360, uh, messaged me the other day and said. Yeah, how was it? And I said, well, great. And, he said, and before I said anything, he said, were there any gestures that you were having an issue with? I said, well, funny you should mention that. And then he kind of went into why it's not quite as hard as I thought it was. But it is. It, you just look stupid doing it. And it doesn't it doesn't work very intuitively. But um, but yeah, apart from that, it's, it's a great, great webcam. And it will be used a lot in the studio, I think. What else we got? We've got uh, Rob's Steam Deck. 
I, I haven't really got much to say. I, I, I got it. It's all right. I don't love it as much as I thought I would. Uh, I've just got my shipment notification for my play date. It's only about like a year later, after a year wow. after you got yours. So I've, what did yeah, I play on it? Uh, yeah, don't rub it in. <laughs> you still haven't played the game I made you, have you? No, I feel <laughs> eternally um, not bad. No, I, do, I feel eternally terrible about that. I do often think about that when I walk in here and I see that sitting <laughs> lonely. It fell off. You know when I did that um, thing where I kicked the, uh, the Apple Magic Mouse to death in that video? I don't know if you noticed, but this, while I was kicking the, the Magic Mouse to death, this fell off right. pathetically <laughs> off the thing. It's not damaged. Um, but yeah, no, I am going to play that game one day, Rob, I promise, when it's, I'm not so busy. It's, 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 going to be, it's going to be such an anti-climax. It like takes 30 <laughs> seconds to uh, to play the game. Um, cause it's, I want to play it mainly because I want to hear the, the chip tune oh, version the eight, of the, the 8 or 16. Tune, 8 or 16 theme tune. Yeah, I did that. I, put a lot, that, I spent more time on that than the rest of it. Uh, so yeah, no, so I just I've just been on the on the um, on the Steam Deck, not to be confused with the Elgato Stream Deck button thingy that we were talking about earlier. The the sort of the PC handheld, basically like, like a, a fat Nintendo Switch that runs PC stuff. Um, I've been playing Stray, where you get to play as a cat. Have you, seen, have you heard about the Stray? Nope. Uh, you, 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 look at it now. I can see you, there's you, a link here. So wander around. Uh, the city as a cat that's very good um and a game called escape simulator which is um it's basically well it's, it's an escape room simulator so if you like the room or house of da vinci games all that sort of stuff um you probably get on with escape simulator quite well it's just a you know, series of puzzles and riddles and things and you have to get the key to escape the room the cat simulator the um stray i like the sound of that yeah, no, it's nice. It's 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 very, it's a good a good cat simulation. It, it does uh, it does cat stuff. But you sound a bit underwhelmed, a bit underwhelmed by the Steam Deck. I, I think it's because I am. Um, I think it'd be brilliant if I were s- sort of still more into emulators and stuff. So like, you know, back in the day, I had a a GP thirty two X which is it's a bit niche. I shouldn't imagine anyone listening to this has ever heard of it. It's by a company called Game Park. And it was, uh, it was you know, a, a very early kind of Steam Deck, basically. It's a Linux-based handheld machine that you could homebrew and I used to do all sorts of emulators and stuff on that. So the, the, I can see that the Steam Deck would be brilliant for that, but I've kind of been there, done that. Um, I do want to see how Windows runs on it. I've not got round to it because Parallels 18 came out and you can run Windows 11 ARM on M1 at near native speed. So it, it, it runs great. So I haven't felt motivated to do that. Because the idea enough. was that I was going to use this, this, use the Steam Deck as a Steam Deck, but also as a Windows machine because I don't have a dedicated Windows machine that I own. I have work provided machines but I, I can't go and meddle with those uh but i i i can meddle on the virtual windows 11 on m1 now so 
or Apple. M2 if you're fortunate to have enough to have one. Apple Silicon, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, Parallels 18, you can run the ARM build of Windows 11 and it's not horrible. So if you've in the past, if you tried Windows 10 ARM build, it was a hot mess, complete waste of time. It would just make you sad. Windows 11 ARM on Parallels 18 on an Apple Silicon machine, it's fine. Good even. Nice. That reminds me, I've still not fixed my Surface laptop. It's, it's obsolete now, there have been like four Surfaces come out since you got that. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I do need to get it fixed. If anyone wants to fix it for me, because I just can't be bothered, it's it's got, it basically boots up into a blue screen. I can't work out how to get out of the blue screen. There's no software key to put into it. You know, it's just one of those things with Windows where I spent so, I lost so much of my hair in a you know, previous life with Windows that any any kind of anything that's blue that appears on a, on a Windows laptop, I just immediately switch off and cannot be bothered to deal with it. Um, I've, I have, in fairness, I have tried a little bit. I've, I've looked at the different boot options and stuff, and none of them work. So you can try and restore from you know, the web. You can. I've got no. There's no disk. There's no. In fact, I've tried a USB. I've tried a USB um, yeah, for win, Windows. That didn't work. It's really strange. But um, yeah, if anyone wants to fix my windows laptop either on the discord server i'll send it to you you can do what you like with it and send it back and i'll buy your favorite drink um i just can't be bothered but i do need the thing is i do it's always running running through my mind that i should have a windows machine that works oh we could just as i say just get get a copy of parallels 18 although i suppose if you you don't have a windows license this is what surprised me i was pleasantly surprised that uh my windows 8 pro license unlocked windows 11 oh i think yeah so windows 8 pro was the last windows license i bought and then the whole thing about worked well the whole thing about that was that then you got a free upgrade to 10 and then it's been sort of software as a service since then um i wasn't expecting it to work but it did interesting so have you got one of those have you got an old windows 8 pro key knocking around Probably not. You could probably activate Windows 11 ARM using Parallels Desktop 18. I'll keep that in mind when I don't fix it. Um, I think that is that the end of the list of, of random things that we've got. Is there anything you've you, anything else you've had, you've kind of bought or received recently? I don't think so. Although the the Nothing Phone will be going soon. Ah, oh. because uh, my I, I made the mistake of showing it to my dad. And he was like, that's the uh, coolest thing ever. I need a nothing phone in my life. I was like, oh, you can have that one. I see dad's getting it. Yeah. Is he traditionally a Android man? Yeah. Okay. He'll love that then, won't he? Oh, I hope so, yeah. Well, I mean, I gave him the option of either that or the S22 Ultra, and he was like, I do... <laughs> he was just... The, 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 he didn't even have to think about it. He was just like, I do not want the Samsung. And that was that was he, like, he knows what that was no about. influence for me. He was just like I haven't I, I, actually. There, maybe there is because you know obviously he's my dad, so we talk a lot. But you know my my <laughs> experience of Samsung devices has generally been negative, and it seems that his has been the same. So it's not just me being extra grumpy, although I am. Right, I think we've reached the end of the the list. Should we just do a very quick Q and A from the Discord server? Yeah. Oh, unbelievably, like, we've still got people listening. Yeah, thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, there's, there's Thanks, like guys. 55 uh, messages. I've I I really 
I'm sure I'll get better at this as we go along. But yeah, the the whole trying to listen to you and keep an eye on the notes and keep an eye on uh, the comments coming in. We basically haven't responded to anyone. So. We yeah, we need a producer. That's what we need. That's, you know, proper podcasts have producers, don't they? People who sit there and and then give us bits of paper with the, with the interesting questions on it. Uh, yeah, sorry guys. What was, what was quite good about your um your part time medium academy course? Well, you at the well, not not the course because that's the webinars. The, the, yeah. the webinars, the platform you used for that, the way in which you could bring up questions and stuff. That was that was really slick. Yeah, so question from Jamie. Are you expecting anything beyond a small evolution for iPads in October? You go first, Rob. No. <laughs> uh, same here, yeah. I think it sounds like they're going to get wireless charging, doesn't it? Which, yeah, hooray. Uh, I can't, I, I just don't know what else they're going to, what, what else needs to be done, really. M2. My 2018 iPad Pro is still fantastic. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm still not motivated in the slightest to upgrade from my 2018 non-Apple Silicon yeah. iPad. It still works great. Louise says, any of you planning to grab a new Mac Mini if they come out in October? I was thinking about this, actually, the, the other day, because I thought they probably are. we probably are going to see a Mac Mini update, I think, before the year's out. And the problem is I don't need it at all, because the, the one that's behind me at the minute... Is barely used, very, very rarely used these days. Uh, but I would be really interested to see what a new one's like in, in terms of what the, the spec options are. I just have to, I'd have to invent a way to integrate it into this business. I'm not sure what that is at the minute. What about you? Well, hopefully it's uh, facelifted. If it looks different, that might be yeah. reason enough in itself. I think. Again, what I don't know what more they can do with it really, apart from make it smaller. Well, yeah, but you imagine if like uh, maybe the size of a couple of Apple TV 4Ks, that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? It would be. That's fair. That's a fair point. Oh. Jamie says he'd like to see a revised OG HomePod. Absolutely. It's not going to happen, though, is it? Or a HomePod with a display. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be pretty cool. I don't think we'll see AirPods Max 2. I wrote about this today. I think that's going to be, a, if it happens, it'll be a next year thing. We will see the Mac Pro. I think Andy has said that the Mac, the Mac Pro tease would be a guess. I don't think it'll be a tease. I think we'll see it. I think it'll be, here it is, and you can order it by December the 31st just so they, they get it in just at the end of the year. Right, Rob, I think there's going to be quite a lot to talk about next time because we'll have a, an Apple Watch Ultra. You'll have your new iPhone. Uh, my well, my play date might turn up. Oh, you'll have your play date, won't you? You'll have <laughs> one of them. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, I'm going to go and play my play date now. All right. I'm not really. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to keep... I've been twiddling this um, crank thing while we've been talking for absolutely <laughs> no reason. It's not been charged for about four weeks. Uh, yeah, anyway, but uh, let's uh, let's catch up in two weeks and see what, what, we, what we have and haven't bought by then. All righty then. Cheers. See ya.